everyone and welcome to another exciting edition of words images and worlds as i mentioned the other day on an episode i'm always delighted to be talking with authors for young people authors who craft with words and pictures uh, either on their own or collaboratively and delighted on this episode to be talking with author joe benjamin joe thank you for jumping in and talking with me thank you so much for having me this is a pleasure yeah, my my pleasure. Absolutely, my pleasure. Um, I'll mention that I know you for the Silly Billy series, and so I know that we'll explore that a little bit, and we'll also talk about some of the other creative directions that you're exploring and uh, messaging and, and things of that nature. But curious, before we dive into any work in particular, what it is about um, the written word, and maybe even particularly particularly the written word with images that's uh, connected you creatively? Well, yeah, uh, that's a really good question. I actually was homeschooled uh, growing up, and my parents are both really big into writing. They both have degrees in writing, and my father had published um, over a dozen books. And so it kind of runs in the blood, I guess, runs in the family. And, mm-hmm. you know, what started was he was kind of talked to me about how difficult it was to finish one of his books and it was a children's book as well and I said I'm used to Dr. Seuss you know he's a big inspiration to me and I said it can't be that hard right it's like (laughs) a kid's book and so he kind of challenged me he's like well if it's that easy why don't you do it and so it kind of started off like that I said okay I will and it's a little bit of a funny story when I actually wrote Silly Billy and Ducky D I wanted to come out with an original idea that nobody has done before, but also I wanted it to be relatable to children's books that you may have seen before, but my own version, you know? And so throughout the book, it does rhyme uh, just like Dr. Seuss. So um, it has that flow to it, but um, I, I originally wrote the first draft and I thought I was done and it all got erased. And so I, I almost, yeah, I almost gave up and I, my dad, you know, he reached out to me as again, and he said, what happened to that kid's book you were going to write, you know, kind of, oh, it's not that easy, is it? And I said, well, technically it was easy, but it got erased. And (laughs) I, you know, I know I didn't think that I could do it again, as good as the first version was, Mm -hmm. but I put pen to paper and I, with my father's encouragement, you know, every couple of weeks or so, uh, he got me to finish it. And he helped me get it published and he helped me with the editing and stuff like that. And um, once I saw the feedback of how people enjoyed it, it inspired me to write a second book. And so that's really where the inspiration come from. It was just, you know, my father, my mother, um, she's a journalist and my dad has always done writing gigs, uh, whether it be newspaper, magazines, books. Um, and so just his encouragement, I think really just sparked the fire underneath me yeah awesome awesome uh love the family relationships and encouragements and challenges that come sometimes (laughs) and uh curious about what you've learned in the process as you've gone through and uh i i feel that of losing your work and then having to go back and and redo it so curious about um yeah sort of the the process from there so yeah the process um it you know i learned a lot about um, well, I learned that I wasn't really as good as I thought I was, you know, I, I thought I was this great writer and I thought it was awesome. And then, you know, once you send it out to get to editors and they review it and they read it and they send back their thoughts and their notes and it's like, oh, well, 
I got to redo half of this <laughs> and then you got to resubmit it again. And I had, I think four or five different people that would edit it and feed, give me feedback and notes. And so, you know, having a good core, um, a good core of authors in your circle and other people that are in the writing field to help you out is really um, just a really good benefit to have. Just, I think having other people in your circle that know a little bit more than you is always good because then you can publish a, a great book instead of just a good book, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. strengthen through the, the process. And, uh... and I learned to, copy 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 save 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 <laughs> <laughs> right yeah yeah um so you mentioned other authors and just curious about the collaborations you've experienced and also thinking about um the illustrator for your books the some of the collaboration yeah. there as well this is a very interesting uh subject so i was a i'm a brand new author right it was my first book i ever did and i was the manager of a health insurance company and one of my employees was always doodling. He was in customer service and he had the best drawings. He would make comics and he would just make funny things about the office and everything. And he'd always make uh, little comic strips of telemarketers, you know, with their headsets on and, and make us all laugh. And so I was in the process of just finishing my book and I was looking for an illustrator and I approached him and I said, Hey, have you ever done any um, work professionally? And he said, no. And I said, would you be interested in, you know, doing a couple illustrations for me to see if it's something that might work out? And so I put pen to paper and drew some stick figures <laughs> of what I kind of wanted. And um, I, I learned very, very quickly that I'm not a good artist. <laughs> and so, but he was able to take those images, the stick figures that I made and turn them into awesome characters. Um, Silly Billy is uh, just a great character. And then the duck is... Ducky D and the one thing that sets him out is he's a rapping duck and so he he uh, has a little bit of a talent where he can take anything and turn it into a little rap you know yeah. and that's what really sets my book apart from other children's books because that character hasn't been done before and he just um, I would say he's kind of like an urban artist and in the in the the way that he draws the duck with the backward hat the gold chain the microphone in his bill or in his wing you know and uh, his sneakers and stuff like that so I love the drawings that he made for me. I hardly had to, um, pretty much everything was original draft from the illustrator. So everything that he ended up drawing for me, he did everything in colored pencil, which okay. is very interesting because when you upload the images, the color doesn't come through very well. And so when I uh, got my copies, it was very light. And so my dad actually had a great idea. And on the uh, back of the book, it says, this is the color me more edition. This book allows readers and artists to add in additional color where they like, make the sky blue or shade the clouds, whatever you wish. So I actually started selling the book with a uh, four pack of crayons and oh, kids nice. love that. You know, kids love the color. They love to add in their own. So if you go to my Amazon reviews, you can actually see where somebody had uh, added their own color to the drawings and made it their own, you know? So uh -huh. yeah, there's a little bit of color there, um, but it gives the, the kids a little bit of creativity to, um, and, keeps them more involved than if they were just getting read a book or if they were just reading the book they can actually take more time to color in it as well but it's not just a coloring book so it's not so dull just being black and white uh -huh. so i don't know i just thought that was a really cool uh error that ended up being a selling point and uh the first book signing event i went to there was i think 15 authors there and they had all published three or four or more titles 
and I won the award for the most copies of a book sold. And it was my first time ever selling them. I think I, think I sold 25 books that day. So pretty exciting for me. And that kind of boosted up, you know, it kind of gave me the validity to know that I kind of had something there. And that's, okay. you know, one of the things that inspired me to keep going, keep moving forward and, and come out with a second one and, and have some projects in the, in the back of my mind as well. So that was a story for the first illustrator. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, because um, he ended up moving out of state and I was looking for, so I wrote my second book and I was looking for another illustrator. And one of my old high school friends had said, have you reached out to uh, our old buddy Vince? He's been posting a lot of pictures that there are a lot of drawings on his Facebook profile. So I reached out to him and I did the same thing. I said, Hey, have you ever illustrated anything or done anything professionally? He said, no, I just like to doodle and draw. Uh-huh. And so I sent him a couple of stick figures and I sent him the original drawings as well. And so he had, had something to go off of. So the books do have two different illustrators, but the characters look very similar. Um, the second one, the illustrator did, he drew all the images and then he added it, uh, uploaded them to the computer and then he edited them all as well with the computer. So you can see the gene material looks like it has texture to it uh-huh. and things of that nature. And the colors are a lot sharper. So it's not the color me more edition. It's a lot brighter and vibrant colors. Um, but he did such a great job. He is actually ins- trying to inspire me to write a few more in the same Silly Billy um, uh, set. Um, like Silly Billy and Silly Billy and Ducky D um, team up with a sloth. And it's a book about uh, not being lazy, you know, inspiring kids to clean up and stuff like that. And then nice. Silly Billy and the, and the crush and, it, you know, teaches kids that, hey, it's okay to have a crush, you know, and it's okay if somebody doesn't like you. And it kind of leads you through the through a path for young people on how to deal with uh, that type of situation as well. Because there's not a lot of books out there that talk about that. You know, if you have a crush on somebody and is, is it okay? Is it not okay? You know, how do you uh, deal with your feelings and stuff as a kid? And so I think he has six or seven. So we have a lot of stuff in the pipeline, hoping to uh, come out with the next year or two. Um, so yeah, that's the story about my illustrators. They both are two different illustrators, but both great artists. And um, I hope that both of them, you know, continue to to draw because that's their that's a talent that they just were born with. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you mentioned a couple messages there. I'm curious about the messages that you feel like kind of come across in the first two books in the series, because we were we were talking a little bit about that before I hit record. But I just wanted to to give you the space to mention that as well. Yeah. So the first book is uh, a book on friendship. And a lot of times, especially nowadays, it's hard for kids to make friends. Um, especially with, you know, the tablet put in front of you or the, or the laptop put in front of you or the game system put in front of you, you know, you have those online friends and maybe you play games with, but you don't really have a real life connection a lot of the times. And so for me being homeschooled, um, there's a lot of my life you can see in the book, for example, um, in the beginning of the book, it says it was the middle of the month and the month was May. Billy had no friends, but he wanted to play. His mom always worked. His dad always busy. And they lived in the country, not in the city. And so it kind of has a little bit of my story there. I grew up on a 20-acre farm, and I had my brothers and sisters, but I didn't really have any other friends because I didn't go to a public school or a Christian private school. And so for me, um, it was important to uh, kind of explain to kids that 
you know, friendship is important. Uh Um, you know, because when I did start getting friends in the church uh, environment and stuff like that, it kind of helps you grow and helps you not be um, like, you know, like a hermit, you know, all to yourself. And I think that's good. It's healthy to have friends. And and so it just, you know, teaches kids that, hey, it's okay to go make friends with people, even if they're different, you know. And so the duck was different because he wore his hat backwards. You know, he had sneakers and a gold chain on and had a different look. And he didn't really have any friends either because he was different than all the other ducks. Uh-huh. And so two of these two people, this duck and this kid that came from two different backgrounds that are totally different. They, neither one of them had a friend. They met each other. They became, they made this bond through the whole entire story that made them the best of friends at the end. So I think that's just important for kids to have. So that's the message on the first book. And then the second book, you know, bullying has become huge, especially because of the video games, you know, and they have the freedom to um, say whatever they want without any consequences over the internet and um, in comments and messages. And I know one of my friends, uh, his daughter was getting bullied. She's nine years old and they were getting bullied in a messaging group online and they were calling them all sorts of names and stuff. And she was so hurt, you know, and so, it kind of inspired me to write a book on, you know, anti-bullying where it doesn't leave anybody in a bad spot in the end. And a lot of times it's not realistic, but I want to show that it is possible. Um, A lot of times when there's conflict and, you know, you have the parents getting involved and telling the kids to do this or telling the kids to do that, you know, you have two different households, two different types of parenting. Sometimes it doesn't end the right way, but the silly Billy and the bully, um, you know, silly Billy uh, gets bullied and then his, uh, his buddy TV comes in to defend him and, and they end up uh, parting as friends in the end. They end up actually, they do a rap battle instead of fighting with fists, you know, or wings, they end up doing a rap battle and in the end, everybody leaves as friends and they squash their beef and they move on with their lives. And I think that's important for kids to have a fun book full of colors that they can read, they can relate to and, you know, find out that, hey, you don't have to fight at the end of the day. You can be friends no matter what. So those are the two messages I'm trying to get across right now. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that a lot. And those are important messages for kids to process. Um curious about where people can go to learn more follow along with the series and you mentioned you have some creative directions going forward so that's also good news as well yeah so i am uh everybody can go to my facebook uh you find me at joe benjamin on facebook and i'll be posting all of my uh new uh projects on there the book that i am almost finished with right now that'll be released um early if not by Christmas, early next year. And it's not in the Silly Billy series because I wanted to explore other options as well. And and there isn't a book that I could find, a kid's book um, that's exciting, that's about dinosaurs and superheroes, uh-huh. a dinosaur superhero. So the book is called The Dinosaur Superhero, super simple. And... Um, the reason I did it that one is because my friend's uh, six-year-old son actually loves dinosaurs and he loves superheroes. And um, I, 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 
it's kind of funny. I got advice from a six-year-old. I said, what should my next book be? And he said about a dinosaur superhero. So I took that as a challenge Absolutely. and I actually um, wrote the entire book already. I'm just, it's in the editing process right now and I'm getting notes and feedback and it should be out pretty soon. So that's the next book I'm working on. Um, I will be at a uh, book signing event. Um, if anybody uh, is in Clapsop County at the Clapsop County Fairgrounds um, in Astoria, uh, Saturday, December 2nd from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. So if you want to come get an autographed copy of my book, um, the autographs are free. <laughs> so <laughs> come on down and check me out there and I'll try to make rounds. My dad's doing a uh, six book signings in the next two months. I'm going to try to get more book signings and events done traveling state to state next year as well. I've done book signings in Washington, Oregon, and California so far. And I'm hoping to um, possibly reach out and travel to Colorado, Florida, and New York are my next three states I'm hoping to get to. Um, I have friends and family in those states. And uh, and every time I travel to a new state, I try to find a book signing event, a local spot where I can go and um, reach out to other people. So very that's cool. what I have on the plate. Very cool. Very um, cool. There was one other, one other little project that I had. It's called, I wrote two short stories for a book that, my dad put together it's called uh chicken poop on my soul it's kind of a play on chicken soup for the soul that's uh -huh. all funny comedy stories that have to do with growing up on a farm growing up in the country um things of that nature so that one is selling pretty good and i usually have a couple of those on hand as well for people for older readers you know for the parents of the kids i sell the kid, silly billy books to yeah yeah cool very cool and i love what you were saying about um getting sort of the inspiration from a six-year-old because know the audience, right? Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's awesome, yeah. Uh, and, and like I said, I, I did the research and I looked it up and there is no um, books on the dinosaur that's a superhero and it has a really good story to it as well. Um, I won't give too much away, but it has a really good storyline to it. Um, and there's a lot more characters involved and um, I think it's going to be uh, another vibrant, full of color I'm also looking for an illustrator for that one as well. So we'll see Wonderful. what kind of what kind of inspiration I can spark under uh, another doodler. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Joe, thanks for thanks again for stopping by and good to talk with you about your work. Did we miss anything that you want to make sure to share before we close? Um, I think that I I think that's everything that I have um, in front of me. Um, and if anybody has any other questions, if they want to reach out, if they want to, um, you know, get some inspiration on writing i don't I, I love sharing inspiration i love helping other people um write as well so if anybody out there has any questions or if they just want some encouragement to get their words on the paper uh, it's not as hard as people think it mm -hmm. can be challenging you know but they put you know they put a lot of easier ways for people to get out there i use you know kdp kindle, kindle direct publishing and that's the easiest fastest way to get out there and then um, a lot of people, you know, their first, second or third book, it might not be the bestseller, but it might reach people and it might give them hope and it might give them inspiration and it might teach them a good lesson and just one person at a time, one book at a time. And, and it's, uh, you know, if you have something in your head, put it down, put it on paper, get it uploaded, um, reach out. And I don't mind helping anybody that has questions or wants some inspiration. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, thank you again. Thanks for um, the kindness you shared there and I'm glad to talk anytime.
Awesome. I appreciate you reaching out as well. Thank you so much. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you.